welcome to the Money Mindset Podcast, where you will find the inspiration and motivation you need to manage your money better so you can stress less and live the life you want. Hey guys, this is Ashley with the Money Mindset Podcast and Budgets Made Easy. Today I'm going to talk about 10 budgeting tips. These are my top tips for beginners, if you have a low income, you're, or you're just overwhelmed and struggling on where to start, how to start, you don't know what to do, so that you just don't do anything. These top tips will help you manage your money better so that you can live the life you want. But before we jump into that, I do want to mention that I have the seven-day pay-what-you-want budget challenge. This is for anybody that, um, you know, needs videos and step-by-step guidance for daily things to do every day. It's broken down into manageable steps uh, for you to do every single day so that you are not overwhelmed and don't know where to start uh, so that you can get on track with your budget and start saving money so you can pay off your debt and live the life that you want. And that is found at budgetsmadeeasy.com slash budget dash challenge. It is a pay what you want challenge, but it's a minimum of $5 because you do need to have some motivation to follow through with it. So even if $5 isn't enough for you, like you're like, "Eh, I just really don't want to do it, uh, but I'm going to join this and hopefully it'll motivate me. If $5 isn't enough to motivate you to follow through with it, you need to choose an amount that will. Uh, but it's pay what you want, minimum of $5, step-by-step videos, including a Facebook group so that you can ask questions and get guidance on anything in your specific budget and what you need to do. So that is found at budgetsmadeeasy.com slash budget dash challenge. All right, now let's dive into my top 10 budgeting tips. Number one, this is the most important tip. It's number one, but it is to be realistic with your income and your expenses, okay? More than likely, you are spending more on certain categories than you realize. This is true for me, and it's true for numerous families that have helped. Uh, The biggest thing uh, that you don't realize you're spending money on usually is food, like eating out, fast food, and then you add groceries on top of it. Uh, You know, I was spending like $1,200 a month on food and eating out and all the things with, you know, family of four, one being a newborn, one being a toddler, like is really family of two when it comes to spending on food. So it was a bit ridiculous how much we were spending. So that is one thing is you need to be realistic with your income and your spending. And this is why it's the first thing that I have you do when you're starting your budget is tracking your expenses so that you know where your money is going for the past month up to three months. Because more than likely, you may think that your budget and what you're spending on is this amount, but most of the time it's way bigger. Once we realized how much money we were wasting on food, how much money we were just throwing in the trash can because we were eating out and buying all this food and we weren't eating the food because we were going out to eat. So we realized all the money that we were wasting. And this is one of the first areas that we were able to cut spending. We cut it in half. We went from spending $1,200 a month without even realizing it. And we cut it down to being intentional with $600 a month. And we were able to make that work with, you know, meal plans planning and shopping around for sales and things like that. 
Number two, my number two budgeting tip is to revisit your budget at least once a month. It's not a set it and forget it type of thing. Uh, Things may come up in the month that you didn't even think about. Things change. You may have had a busy week and you didn't even pay attention to where your money was going. I mean, that happens to me. I have three kids. We have... um, things going on every single night of the week. And sometimes it just gets away from me. And in my head, I think, okay, well, I've spent this, this, and this, I should have this amount left. But if I'm not actually writing it down and actually doing the math, most of the time I'm off and I've spent more than I even realize. Uh, that's, I even do that with cash envelopes. So, you know, I've got cash envelopes for certain things and I've got so much money in it. But even if I'm not intentional with that and mindful of what I'm spending, like next thing I know, all the cash is gone. I'm like, where? Where did the cash go? So you still have to be intentional with the cash envelopes, even though it does help you um, limit your sp- overspending if you stop spending when the cash is gone anyway. But if you don't spend it on what it was meant to be, then you still have to get the other things and then you're still overspending. So you need to be intentional with your budget, track it, follow it um, so that you can make adjustments throughout the month if you start to overspend. If you don't pay attention to it until the end of the month, well, the month's already over and you can't go back and do any course corrections. So, you know, at a minimum, check on it every week. If you are going through a period where you are overspending and you're just not paying attention and you really need to like reset your budget, reset your mental uh, mindset and get back on track, do it daily. Like sit down and just keep a little, it can make it easy, you know, keep a little notepad in your purse or whatever, and just write it down. Today I spent this, today I spent this. And what I like to do to kind of help make sure that I'm staying on track with my budget categories is as I'm writing down what I spent, I also have a column to total up how much is left in that category. So I mainly track in my checkbook, at least is gas and food. Um, you know, it, when I don't take, um, cash out for all of the food. So, you know, I'll, I'll write down to the side gas. So much is left, how much I've spent for the month and then how much is left for the month or for the pay period. Cause I budget by paycheck. So I kind of do it both ways. It just depends, but, um, you know, just keep track of your spending, Make sure you're not just ignoring the budget the whole month. That kind of defeats the purpose of the budget. Now, number three is you need to examine your expenses and look for ways to cut costs. Look at your budget, prioritize your spending and figure out what you really need and what you really want and then figure out how to make it work in your budget. So, you know, what do you like to spend money on? What brings you joy? What brings you happiness in your budget? And what are things that you're just buying just to buy them? Like they don't really add to your life. They don't bring you joy. You're just bored or you just are using it as a way to cope with depression or stress, anxiety. Um, You know, being bored is you know, we eat when we're bored, we spend money when we're bored. Uh, And so, you know, look at how you're spending your money and what you really want to spend your money on. So whenever you figure out what you really want to spend your money on, then you need to focus on that and then cut back everything that isn't that. So if you don't like to spend money on a certain thing, then find a way to cut that back so that you can spend money on things that you actually enjoy. And that's the whole point of doing this is not so that we can just sit at home and be bored and miserable all the time. We need to have fun with our money and we need to enjoy our life. So this is how you do it. You figure out what you want to spend money on and cut back everything that isn't 
that. And that is how you manage your money and figure out how to spend your money in your budget. Number four is to make budgeting fun. It shouldn't be this overwhelming, dreadful thing that you just avoid because you don't want to deal with it. Make it fun. Give yourself a little reward, you know, do a happy dance when you pay a bill, you know, just (laughs) it can be corny, whatever. Nobody's going to see you, but you know, make it fun. When you have a budget meeting with your spouse or significant other, make it an event, make it a special party, bring some snacks and drinks and turn on some fun music, get yourself in the right mindset. So hopefully that'll reduce your stress and overwhelm and make it a little bit funner for both of you. And then you can really come to agreement on how to spend your money and compromise and get on the same page. But, you know, go into it with a positive atmosphere and a positive attitude. Now, number five, which brings me to number five, which is to include fun and savings as expenses in your budget. You need to plan to have some fun or you're not going to follow through with this and you're not going to stick with it in the long run. Your goal is to make new habits and really be intentional with your money. That doesn't mean that you have to cut all joy out of your life. You know, plan to have some fun in your budget. Now, does this mean you need to spend $200 every week and going out and partying and, you know, spending money on your kids and doing all the things? No, you need to be intentional with what you have, but you still need to plan for fun, you know, and plan to have savings so that you can have a buffer in your life for when life happens. You know, even if you are focusing on paying off debt, you need to save at that at least a thousand dollars first. This is just a small buffer so that when you get a flat tire, your batteries dead, your car breaks down on the side of the road, that you don't have to stress about the money part as much. You know, it really helps lower your stress when you have that little buffer. Like, you know, you've got a little bit of a safety net and a cushion there to get you through to your next paycheck or until you can handle, you know, whatever that emergency is. And it really makes it less of an emergency. It's more of an inconvenience convenience instead of a full out blown out emergency. So make sure that you are planning for that stuff in your budget. Just make sure it's realistic and that um, you are still being intentional with the rest of your money, but you know, have some fun and number and you know what, pay yourself first and have a little fun. This will make it easier to stay motivated, keep going and reach your bigger goals. Now, Number six is making a new budget for every month. Now the, the budget stays generally the same month to month, of course, like your expenses and your income are generally going to be the same, but you may have a month where you have a higher income. You may have a month where you have a lower income. You may have a month where you have expenses that don't come up every single month, like Christmas and birthdays and holidays and, you know, gas in the winter, um, things like that. So you need to make a budget for every single month and tailor it to that month, even though generally speaking, the main things are going to be the same. You also need to plan for like the seasonal expenses and, um, you know, things that don't come up every single month, which brings me to number seven, which is using sinking funds for expected expenses. And all sinking funds are, are savings funds. So basically you need to save month, however you want to do it, but you need to have a plan for it for things that don't come up every single month, vehicle taxes, property taxes, Christmas, birthdays, holidays, clothing, um, 
you know, trash and sewer, I pay that quarterly. Um, I've got propane that I buy in the summertime for the wintertime because it's cheaper then. Um, so you just have to think of how you're going to pay for these things and pay and plan it in your budget. So you can do it a couple of different ways. You can plan for it every single month and figure out what you need for the year and then divide it by 12, make it super simple like that. Now, what I don't like to have a ton of stuff coming out of my budget every month. So I don't save like 50 bucks for Christmas every single payday or anything like that. What I do is I like to focus on one thing at a time. It's just how my brain works. It works for me. So what I will do is I will put all my extra money into that whatever I'm saving for, uh, like Christmas. We'll use that as an example. Usually I have Christmas saved like in January. I can start doing, um, for the next year, I can start you know, shopping Christmas sales and things like that. But then I don't save anything else the rest of the year. I focus on other things. So I will just throw large chunks of money into that savings account for like birthdays and things throughout the year. And then I don't worry about it month to month. Now you may not have a budget or have extra money. I usually use like extra money that comes in like for my business or um, bonuses or things like that. Uh, tax returns, that's a big one. Uh, so I will just like fill up the sinking funds and I have it in an online bank where I don't see it when I just check my normal bank account. Bank account. I typically forget about it until I need something um, and it's in a savings account. So I can't just use, you know, like a swipe a debit card constantly, but it does have... Um, um, I am able to use a card like whenever I need to get money pretty easily. But anyway, you know, you, you need to put it out of sight, out of mind, but, and you need to plan for it, whether it's month to month or just fill it up as fast as you can with selling things or extra money, extra money in your budget, whatever, and then move on to the next thing. However, whatever works easiest for you. I like to keep things simple. So I don't like to have a ton of bills and things coming out every single month in my budget. Okay. So number eight, keep it simple. Just like I said, don't overcomplicate it. Don't overthink it. You know, I get asked all the time, like people are worried that they're doing their budget wrong. Okay. There's really not a right or a wrong way to do your budget. As long as you are intentional with your money. Um, you know, I recommend a zero based budget, which is being really intentional with your money, but you know what? Don't fret about the, okay, well, this needs to, should this go in this category or this category? It really doesn't matter as long as you know what the money is for. Like, you know, um, let's say for example, uh, my kid's lunch, I set money aside for kid's lunch. Okay. Do you make, do you include that in the kid category? Do you include that in the food category? Guess what? It really doesn't matter. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't overthink it. Just plan for it. Put it whichever category you want. It's your budget. Do what you want with it. You know, don't overthink it. Um, you know, for me last year, I put gift money and Christmas money in the same account and it wasn't enough. So my, the Christmas money actually ended up getting spent on gift money throughout the year. And then I had to reformulate a plan for Christmas money. So this year I just did a separate account for Christmas so that it's separate. I know how much I can spend for gifts for birthdays throughout the year and gifts and things like that. But then I have my Christmas money separate. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't overthink it. You are just afraid of making a mistake. So you put it off and you need to just do it. Doing it is so much better than not doing it because you're afraid of making a mistake. Do it. If you make a mistake, it's not a big deal. Like just learn from it, correct it and move on. That's how life is. You just have to learn from mistakes and move on. But you do have to get moving. You do have to do it and get going. Don't worry about what goes in what category. It doesn't matter. 
It really doesn't matter. Um, another example, I just out of this is somebody asked, um, it was asked about cash envelopes. Okay. So they have it um, listed as an expense, but they also pay it in cash. Do they list it in the cash envelope or do they list it as an expense? It doesn't matter. As long as it's in your budget, put it wherever you want. Now, what I do is I put um, all my expenses on my monthly budget. And then I just do like a separate little sheet, a separate little box for the cash envelopes. It's kind of on there twice. Um, you can do it in any way that you want. Just figure out what works for you. It may be how I do one thing. It may be how somebody else does another thing. And you combine the two. You take one from here, one from there, and put it together. And bam, there you go. You, you have a system that works for you. That is what is most important. Just figure out what works for you. Keep it simple. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't overthink it. Don't let fear stop you from doing it because you're afraid of doing it wrong. There is no right or wrong way to do this. Now, number nine is plan for it to fail. So once you get going, know that you're going to make mistakes. You are going to screw it up from month to month. There are going to be things that you should have thought about, but that you didn't, uh, that came up that you just completely forgot about. I'm super forgetful. I forget things all the time. Um, some ways to kind of combat this is to have a buffer, have your thousand dollar emergency fund, but you also can add a miscellaneous category or a buffer category to your budget for these things that just come up or they just don't fit, you know, quite into another category that you have or things that you forgot whatever the case may be, you need to mentally and you need to mentally prepare yourself for it to fail, but you also need to strategically prepare for it to fail with your other categories, miscellaneous or whatever, have a little bit of a buffer. But when you already have a plan in your mind, okay, well, if I screw up the budget this month, this is how I can fix it. You won't be as stressed and worried about making a mistake. And then if you don't mess it up, then bam, you got some extra money. Which brings me to the last and final tip, number 10, is to have a miscellaneous category. This is for all those little things that you didn't think about or that they just don't quite fit into another category. Um, I do, like for food, for example, I include all kinds of random stuff in food. If I pick it up at Walmart when I get my groceries, it goes in the food category for the most part, um, you know, dog food, cleaning supplies, paper products. Like if I just get some random thing, um, you know, it's a couple bucks and I have it and you know, it fits into my food budget. I still have food. I'll just, sometimes I'll just use the food budget. Now, if I find like kids clothes or, um, you know, something like that, you know, office supplies, sometimes if it's personal office supplies, I'll put it in the food budget too. Uh, but you know, if I'm getting like gifts, if I'm getting kids clothes, things like that, I'll just do separate transactions. But if it's just like a little thing you found on sale, you've got money in your food budget, whatever, and it's at Walmart, just you can do one transaction, you can do two transactions. Don't be worried about holding up the line or, you know, people are just like so pressured nowadays. They're just like, check out, get out of the way. Just take your time. They will wait. They're, you know what? They can wait. You do what you need to do. Just don't make it overcomplicated. Keep it simple. Just do what you've got to do so that you can stay on track with your budget. So miscellaneous category, keep it in mind, plan for it to fail. And you know what? Give yourself some slack. Nobody is perfect at this. Nobody. Everybody thinks that everybody else is doing it right. Well, guess what? They're not. They are not 
Nobody is perfect at this. Nobody knows what they don't know until they know it, right? Like I didn't manage money well. I, you know, I thought I was doing halfway decent, but it wasn't until I started researching and learning about it that I realized that there were better ways to do it. Now that doesn't mean that one way is right and one way is wrong. It's just being intentional with your money and your life so that you can reach the goals and live the life that you want. So stop thinking that you are stupid, that you don't know what you're doing and you just can't do it because everybody else knows what they're doing and is doing it the right way. Cause that's not true at all. Um, you know, just do what you need to do. Focus on yourself, focus on your money and being intentional with it, living within your means and planning for it. So give yourself some slack because you know what? Even by just listening to this podcast, you are way ahead of so many other people and, you know, getting knowledge that they need and the tools that they need to get out of debt and live the life that they want. And so don't, you know, give yourself some slack. Don't beat yourself up. We all make mistakes, but the the important thing is learning from those mistakes and moving on and making improvements in the future so that you can do what you need to do. It's just small steps in the right direction. Just keep going. So those are the top 10 tips for budgeting for staying on track and doing the things that you need to do so that you can pay off your debt and live the life that you want. You can be stress-free about money anyway, and just relax. You know, being debt-free and paying off your debt, managing your money well month to month gives you a plan. And oh my gosh, it helps so much with stress and anxiety, just having the plan. Like not even necessarily like, you don't have to wait till you're completely debt-free to be stress-free and not have anxiety about money. Just having the plan itself and knowing what you're going to do and that you can do it will tremendously help your anxiety and your stress level around money. So just get started, just get going and make your plan. And don't forget that the seven day budget challenge will help you make your plan. It'll help you get going in seven days. And you know what? Only like three days of it is actually like putting your budget together part. You know, we work on your money mindset, creating your goals, and then making your financial blueprint to achieve those goals. Making your money roadmap, you know, your hope money roadmap, <laughs> which is, you know, my my steps to get you there where you need to go. Uh, but you can check out the budget challenge at budgetsmadeeasy.com slash budget dash challenge. It is a minimum of $5 pay what you want so that you are motivated to actually do it. Uh, so get started on that today. Get going with your budget and just, you know, cut yourself some slack, plan for it to fail and then just make adjustments as you go. All right, that is all for today's episode. I will talk to you guys in the next episode.